Shalom and good morning. We are so glad to have you to join us in this online worship service this morning. There is a quote which I like to share with you. And this quote goes like this. If you tell a woman 100 times that she is beautiful, she won't believe you. But if you tell her only once that she is fat, she will remember it for the rest of her lives. Friends, this morning we are not talking about remembering if you are fat or not. Well, we are talking about a God who remembers each one of us. The scripture passage is taken from Genesis chapter 41, verses 1 to 14 and 39 to 43. It is actually a long chapter. It is the second largest chapter in the book of Genesis with 57 verses. The, or the longest chapter is actually uh, Genesis chapter 24 with 67 verses. Our sharing this morning is divided into three sections. One, Joseph forgotten. Two, Joseph remembered and Joseph exalted. Let us go to the Lord in prayer before we start. Lord, we thank you for the gift of your word. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Melt us, mold us, fill us and use us. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and Redeemer. Amen. I'd like to share with you a news headline. It is about actually a toddler who died after being left in a car in Johor. Now, it so happens that the grandmother fetched this toddler sister to school and when she came home, she has forgotten about this poor toddler. By the time they discovered the toddler, she was already dead in the car. Now this phenomenon is called the forgotten baby syndrome and it occurs not only in our country, it occurs also in other countries. This morning, we are going to talk about a man who was forgotten. And this man is Joseph. He was forgotten for two full years, and that is quite a long time. This we read in Genesis chapter 41, verse 1. When two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream he was standing by the Nile. So we were told, Two full years had already been passed and Joseph was forgotten. Have you been forgotten? For example, your birthdays, your anniversaries, or you have not been to church for some time because of the uh, lockdown and no one called to see you if you are okay. Well, you have to remember also Jesus himself had this experience of being forgotten. 
in Mark chapter and Luke, sorry, in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. The story talks about Jesus healing the ten lepers. And only one leper came back to ten to thank Jesus. The other nine lepers have actually forgotten him. So how do you feel when you are forgotten? Like Joseph, you can be feeling hurtful, left out, and you have this awful feeling. I'm sure you all had an experience in one time or another when you had been forgotten. Joseph was devastated. He was rejected. He felt hopeless, humiliated, and abandoned. The takeaway message for this morning is that people may forget you, but God will never forget you. Let me read to you from Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. In the verse prior to verse 15, in verse 14, it says, But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. And here Israel has told God, Oh, you have forgotten us. When in actual fact, they themselves have forgotten God. In verse 16, the verse that follows, uh, this verse is really interesting. It says, See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Can you imagine how God loved us so much? And God remembered us so much that he has engraved each one of us on the palms of his hands. I'd like you to look at the reflection question number one for this morning. You may be going through various difficulties in your life and thinking that God has forgotten you. Do you bring yourself boldly before the Lord, like what King David prayed in Psalms 13.1, which i like to share with you this verse, Psalms 13.1. David says this, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? I'd like you to reflect on this Psalms 13 verse 1. And for the children, have you been times when you felt forgotten by your busy parents? How about boldly and honestly reminding your parents about it?
The second portion of this today's meditation is Joseph remembered. Wow, what is the difference between remember and forget? They seem to be opposite words. To remember, opposite is to forget. To remember is actually to recall from one's memory, to bring to mind. And so when we say we remember one person, we are bringing the person to mind, in our mind. To forget is to lose remembrance. And that is the meaning of to forget. So what do you remember, friends, in September? Birthdays of your family members, birthdays of your friends. Now we just celebrated our church anniversary. So remember our church anniversary always in the month of September of each year. We also remember Malaysia Day, which falls on 16th of September. And just a few days ago, we remember the Mid-Autumn Festival. And also in September, we remember the 9-11 terrorist attack on the Trade Towers in New York. So if you cannot remember, friends, why not try to remember? And I like this song, Try to Remember, which was composed by actually Tom Jones. But please do not uh, mistake this to the Welsh singer Tom Jones. It's a different Tom Jones. And he, read, he wrote this song, Try to Remember, for a play which is entitled The Fantastics. When 9-11 happened, this play was actually uh, given before an audience which is a few blocks away from the World Trade Center. And I like this song because of the words in this song. And let me read to you quickly. Try to remember. Try to remember this, the kind of September when life was slow and oh so mellow. Try to remember the kind of September when grass was green and green so yellow. Try to remember the kind of September when you were a young and callow fellow. Try to remember, and if you remember, then follow, follow. This song was sung at the first anniversary of 9-11 at Ground Zero. And many people cried when they remember the time of September. So what are your moments of remembrance? We may have different moments of our remembrance. For example, our birthdays, our wedding, our graduation. But Jesus at the Last Supper asked his disciples to remember him when they had the Holy Communion. Jesus was going to die soon. And he asked them, the disciples, to remember him. And so much is important for us when we ask people 
to remember us. The dying thief on the cross with Jesus Christ requested Christ to remember him when Christ goes to paradise. And only that God remembered his people, including us. God remembered us throughout the generations. Psalms 105 verse 8 has this to say to us. He remembers his covenant forever. The promise he made for a thousand generations. Can you imagine that? God remembers each one of us, even for a thousand generations. Well, the tide then turned for Joseph when he was finally remembered. He was remembered for his gift of accurately interpreting dreams. When Pharaoh had a dream that disturbed him so much, then only the butler remembered Joseph because none of the magicians and the wise men of Pharaoh could interpret his dreams. So Joseph was finally remembered because he interpreted accurately the dream of this butler and also the baker. And so therefore Joseph was called from the prison shaven and given new garments to appear presentable before Pharaoh to interpret his strangest dream. The Egyptians are very particular about cleanliness and that's why we are told here by the author Moses that Joseph was shaven and given new garments. So Moses actually knew the culture of Egypt because he was brought up in the palace of Egypt. So Pharaoh has his strangest dream, which was revealed to Joseph in verses 1 to 24. I remember the song, Last Night I Had the Strangest Dream, which was written long ago by Ed McCarty, and it was popularized by Peter Seeger, uh, this song, Last Night I Had the Strangest Dream. And Moses last night had the strangest dream and he revealed it to Joseph. And why was this such a strange dream that Pharaoh had? The dream was about seven fat cows who were grazing at the river now and Pharaoh was standing there. And then he saw Another seven cows which were ugly and thin. Now, these cows then began to be carnivores and ate up the seven fat cows. So it is strange for cows to, to become carnivores. And then all of a sudden, Pharaoh woke up. And he went back to sleep. And he had another dream, the second dream. There were seven years of corn on a single stalk, which were healthy. And then suddenly, there was another seven weak and thin grains on a single stalk. And they also devoured uh, the healthy 
uh, grains on the single stock. So again, how could ears of corn eat another seven years uh, ears of corn, which is puzzling. And so Pharaoh woke up again and he was greatly troubled. He was greatly baffled by this strange dream that he had. And in verse 24 of Genesis 41, we were told Pharaoh's magicians and his wise men, they were unable to interpret his dreams. And that's where then the butler remembered Joseph, who was able to interpret his dreams accurately. The butler told the Pharaoh about him. And that's how then Pharaoh summoned for Joseph to come and interpret his dreams. And so the question is for us, how do you want to be remembered? Joseph was remembered for his ability to interpret dreams. There was a man who read the newspaper one day and he was shocked to read his own obituary. Actually, the obituary was for another person. It was a wrong one. But that shook him up because he was called or labeled the merchant of death. Why was he called the merchant of death? Because he was the inventor of the dynamite which killed people. And when he read this, he was also troubled. And he told himself, I do not want to be remembered as the merchant of death. And so this man then wanted to correct what he has done before in his life. He wanted to, to remember for the good things that he has contributed to society. And so then this man started the Nobel Prize and his name was Alfred Nobel. Friends, how about yourself? How do you want to remember? I leave this for you to answer. The takeaway for us is this. No matter what we are going through, whether through the calm, through the storm, God sees and remembers us. God does not suffer from memory lapses like we do. God remembers. Our second reflection is this. Think of a person whom you have not been in contact since the pandemic began. How about calling up this person to make him or her feel remembered? And for the children, ask yourself, how will you want to be remembered by your teachers, your parents, and your friends?
Now let's look at the third portion of today's meditation. Joseph exalted. The word to exalt means to raise in rank, in power and character. Now we have at one time or another, we have been raised in rank. In a place where we work, we got promoted. Or in power, then you rise to a certain level in society. Now Joseph, we were told in verses 39 to 41 in Genesis 41, he was exalted to prime minister of Egypt, which is actually the position just next level down to that of Pharaoh. And not only that, people had even to bow before him. People have to, they shouted, bow the knee when Moses passes through. He was exalted. He even had a chariot specially for him. And Joseph was also given power by Pharaoh. Joseph was able to rule power. And the only one who is highest in the power was none other than Pharaoh. Here, we see Joseph being exalted. Now the question asked is, can a non-Egyptian be exalted to such a high level in Egypt? Sometimes we, we doubt that this can ever happen, that a non-Egyptian can be exalted to such a high level in Egypt. There are there's archaeological research by Kenneth Kitchen and the Amana letters which shed light on the exaltation of Joseph. You can find out more about it in the Amana letters. Joseph, before he was exalted, he faced humiliation. What was the humiliation that Joseph went through? He was sold as a slave for 20 shekels of silver. Uh, that was the going rate for buying a slave during the time of Joseph. And not only that, Joseph was wrongly accused by Potiphar's wife and thrown into a dungeon. Joseph was a slave for 13 years before he was exalted. Now this point, Joseph was a slave for 13 years, reminds me of the film which won the best film award. And that film is 12 years a slave. It was about a man, an African-American black man, who was cheated. He was a free man, actually, but he was cheated and then sold into slavery. And he served as a slave for 12 years. And in the film, you can see how he suffered the humiliation as a slave for 12 years. Likewise, Joseph also suffered. 
Joseph suffered the humiliation as a slave. The slave is not paid a salary. The slave can be beaten. The slave can be mistreated. The slave can be mocked. And that is the life of Joseph. In our modern days, we have modern slaves. We have human trafficking. And these people who became so-called slaves or modern slaves, they suffered a lot of humiliation and wanted to be free, just like Joseph. What is a path to exaltation? The Bible tells us that Joseph was exalted through the path of humiliation. Christ's humiliation, for example, as recorded in the scriptures, tells us how he was treated like a criminal. He was sponged, he was spat upon, he was mocked. And this we read in Philippians chapter 2, verses 1, verses 6 to 8. Christ has to come down to earth as a human in a lowly manger. And he then even had to be mocked, whipped, stripped naked by humans. Talking about Christ's humiliation, you would have watched the film, The Passion of Christ. And here, the director of the film, Mel Gibson, spent 30 minutes on the humiliation and suffering of Christ, which sometimes can be very gory when he was whipped until blood came out. He was punched. He was slapped upon. He was mocked. In fact, the title of the film should be changed from the passion of Christ to the humiliation of Christ. But then we find that Christ was exalted. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 to 11, we read about Christ being exalted high above all the heavens and at the knee, at, at, at what God in front of Jesus, we have to bow down even to Him. Friends, humiliation is the key to learning humility. And this is something that we have to learn. But before that, what is humiliation? It is something you feel. You feel ashamed. You are treated unfairly. And you face the loss of dignity. And that's what most slaves face too. But in our modern days also, we need not be slaves. But we can be humiliated by others. Joseph learned humility through humiliation. There's a story of, of, of the elderly specialist. One day by the beach, a young lady of 24 years old collapsed and could not breathe. And so she wanted to help. She wanted to give CPR, the mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation, when he was suddenly pushed aside and yelled upon by a, a man. We said, get away. And this man then conducted the mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation 
and this lady in less than five minutes was revived. Everybody in the crowd who gathered cheered for him. But then two hours later, this man who gave the mouth-to-mouth resuscitation to this lady of 24 years old, himself collapsed and also he could not breathe. He was unconscious. When he woke up, there was this elderly lady who was beside him taking his heart rate. And he saw him and saw her, sorry, and learned that she was a medical specialist. You can imagine how this man was so sorry for mocking this elderly lady. Now, this elderly lady had humility. Even though she was a specialist doctor, she, she what I call, she stood beside, behind this man while he gave the mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Mother Teresa also said about humiliation. How humiliation taught her much about humility. Friends, humiliation is the key to learning humility. My father had his experience of humiliation when he lost his job. He has no job and he has to work in a hotel where he learned to be, he had worked as a cleaner, cleaning the floors, do the cleaning in the hotel. Even though he was a teacher by profession before. And then one day, the hotel staff people, the manager, could not handle their accounts. My father overheard it and went to help. And then they realized that he has this gift. He has this ability to, to take, keep accounts. And he was then elevated or exalted to a position of taking care of the accounts and no longer as a cleaner. So friends, my father learned about humility even to the extent of cleaning floors and cleaning tables. In fact, one night I had a dream about him. He was in heaven and as I passed by, I saw him. What are you doing? He said, I'm cleaning heaven today. Friends, the takeaway is taken from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. The Bible tells us, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time. Yes, friends, we have to humble ourselves first so that we can be exalted in due time. Matthew 23 verse 12 also tells us, For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. It is not easy to be humble, friends. And sometimes we we say that we are humble. We are actually not humble. What is important is godly humility. The reflection for question three. How has God used the circumstances of your life 
to teach you to be humble. And for the children, how can you be humble to your friends and others? Friends, let me invite you to come to Christ today. In this song that I, in this hymn, I'd like to share with you by Fanny Crosby, who wrote this song, Pass Me Not, O Gentle Savior. Fanny Crosby was blind when she was six weeks old. But God has given her the gift of writing so many hymns. Other than Pass Me Not, O Gentle Saviour, will be the hymn, To God Be the Glory. Now in this hymn, it goes like this. Pass me not, O gentle Saviour, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Saviour, Saviour. Hear my humble cry, while on others that are calling, do not pass me by. How did she get the inspiration to write this hymn? Manny Crosby was a Methodist herself and worshipped at the SB Gospel Church in New York. And he was, she was involved in the prison ministry. And one day she was walking through the aisles between the cells and there a man cried out to her remember me Lord remember me Lord do not pass me by and so that inspired her to write this hymn 
Pass me not, O gentle Saviour. Friends, God will not pass you by. God will remember you. My conclusion for this day, for this morning is this. Know that God will not forget you in whatever circumstances you are in. Be the person what God wants you to be remembered. Remember that God exalts those who humble themselves. Let us pray. Father, we exalt you. You are exalted high above all the earth. You are exalted above all gods. You know each one of us by name. You know our going in and our going out. You have time for us. You have not forgotten us. You have each of us in the palm of your hands. When we face the present challenges of difficult times in our lives, do not pass us by. When we are being shunned, shamed or forgotten, do not pass us by. Hear our humble cry. And as you have remembered Joseph in this time of humiliation, Lord, so will you remember us. Teach us your ways and show us how we may clothe ourselves in godly humility. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.